Welcome to My Take on It with Your Angelic Karma. If you are interested in sharing your story in a future broadcast, send an email to yourangelicstories at gmail.com. Here she is, folks, your host, the one, the only, the also beautiful, Your Angelic Karma. Good morning, everyone. We're back. It's Monday morning, May twenty fourth. We're wrapping up the we're wrapping up the year, you know. And I'm gonna talk about podcast. And I told you all. And yes, we are live once again. Welcome back. I truly do appreciate it. We I told you all last week that I am gonna change my. I've been thinking about changing my eating habits. I don't know what to yet. I'm not a follower. I'm not a follower like that. I've, I've never been a follower. I'm almost 40. I'm, I'm 48. I'm a follower like that. So I don't think that. I think I'm, you know, you can't teach old dogs new tricks. So I'm not going to follow anything. I'm not going to follow any fad. I'm not going to follow, get on any type of bandwagon and do what anybody else is doing. I'm just not going to do it. What has been your eating habits? Because if, if, Asking that to a young person where they don't have much of a history of how their eating habits has really worked for them. When you're young, you're always feeling good, usually. When you're young, you usually have energy. When you're young, you're supposed to be beautiful. You're young. You're new to the world. You're new to life. You're new to your body. Now, when when you've done something over an extended period of time, say 20 years, and then you can say what well, this, what I was doing gave me a result for the negative or the positive. That's when you could like have a past behind you where you could see result. Now, so those of you that are, and, and when you're younger, I think that in, in this day and age, you would be doing what everybody else is doing. You would be following the bandwagon, doing what everybody else is doing and what everybody else says works, which could or couldn't. It depends on how long they've been doing it like that. Time always tells like that. So, those of you that are around my age, 48, 49, in your early 50s, it is what have you, how have you eaten uh, past 20 years? How have you exercised past 20 years? How have you taken care of your physical health past 20 years? And are you at a point in your life, not because of bandwagon and what is trendy, are you at a point in your life of deciding by yourself and when you're deciding by yourself, you kind of take time and you kind of, you're slow in making a decision and changing your eating habits like that. Are you, are you looking at that? Are you approaching that? I have been lately, like for the last couple of weeks is, is I've, I've been thinking that I want to change my eating habits and, and, and I'm not going to be vegetarian. I'm not going to be vegan. I already said that in the other podcast. The reason I'm not going to be vegetarian or vegan, I don't care what health benefits it is. I don't care what higher good or purpose it serves. I'm not going to do it because it's trendy and I don't like trends and I don't like being a follower and I don't like things that are like that. Now, so what prompted me to, I, I realized this morning what actually prompted me to want to change it. When I was in my twenties, I would drink just black coffee, regular coffee, no cream, no sugar that you made in your house. Or you could just go out and get black regular black coffee with caffeine in it. And I would drink that. And then I, I, I started to like get the coffee beans and blend them at home. I went through the curry phase, all that stuff while I was having, I really don't like the curry. 
I was more liking it to the grounding the coffee bean, beans at home and making coffee like that. And then I, I, I most definitely got into Starbucks. I will tell you all that I had gotten this Starbucks for like a one year period. That's it. And I really had got into it. Their, their lattes. My dream was the white chocolate chocolate milk from Starbucks. Me telling them at Star, Starbucks, you have to tell if you just order something, it's going to be quite bitter. It's going to be made the way that the book tells them to make it. At Starbucks is a place where you have to go and tell them how you want it. There are many different ingredients. There are many different ways to, to make it. There are many additions. There are many takeouts that you could do. There are many cross combinations. To for, Starbucks is where you could go in. I don't know why they won't do it, even though I don't deal with them anymore. I don't know why they won't do it. Where you they they should have something called build your own coffee, build your own latte, build your own mocha, things like that. Now is build your own drink is what they would boom with that. Cause that's what you're actually doing because you go to Starbucks and you just drink. If you order something and they just give it to you, most people aren't going to like it. It's going to be too strong. It's going to be too bitter. A lot of people look at Starbucks things as being oversweet and they're actually not. They're quite strong. They're quite bitter. They're quite potent like that. So you have to doctor it up. So they should have something most It should be build your own, whatever. Cause that's what you're going to actually do. So my favorite drink there was the white chocolate mochas and I would build my own telling them how to make it. If I just asked for a white chocolate mocha and gave, they gave it to me, I would not like it. It would be too damn strong. It'd be too bitter like that. And I would drink their black tea lemonades. I would have to tell them how I wanted it. Cause if I just get, let them give it to me, it would be too strong. It would be too damn bitter like that. And it wouldn't have any sugar in it, period is, and it would be very strong. So is that's the black tea lemonade and the white chocolate mochas. That's what I was doing for like a year, maybe eight months, not a complete year. I don't do any one thing for too long like that. So it's like, so that's what I was, I was drinking. And I think when you're about to leave something, you get heavier into it in the end and you're about to chef it. And even through during that period, I would be shelving it, like not doing it for weeks like that. Then I'd start drinking again. Cause I've never been addicted to coffee. Or addicted to anything, actually, because I don't do it for too long. Even with taking vitamins that are healthy for you. I already told you all how I explained how I take vitamins, and I'm getting off topic. I would take the vitamins for maybe a two-month, three-month period. Two months is hard for me to take a vitamin. I'm going to go ahead and say a month, I'll be taking the vitamins. with. <laughs> And then I'll stop taking them and I'll wait maybe six months and I may start taking them again or taking a different kind like that. So my body never gets used to anything. So is, and I do that because it, 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 vitamins are an addition to what you should be getting from food like that. So, and I want to see how my body's functioning on and on, how it's feeling when I'm not taking the vitamin. Is there an improvement? Is there a difference like that? So I, I figured this morning that the reason that I'm thinking about changing my eating habits is because I had been drinking coffee, the Starbucks, not really coffee, but the lattes and the mochas and the teas. And when, when, when in the past, whenever I would drink a normal cup of coffee without the sugar or a cup of coffee with the sugar or a curry or a latte, I wouldn't eat. That would be, remember how your mother would tell you drink last, don't, don't, when you were having dinner. Eat your food first, then drink last because it was going to make you full or it's going to make you not want to eat. I'm that person where that rings true. 
I would drink a cup of coffee and what I would, it would make me feel that I'm full, that I've already eaten and I wouldn't be able to eat breakfast that morning. It would be waiting to in the afternoon. If I drink a cup of coffee at, let's say eight o'clock in the morning or seven o'clock in the morning, I wouldn't be able to eat until like two o'clock. I, my mind wouldn't be on food. My stomach would not be even thinking about anything to eat. I would feel that I'm full like that, which is not really healthy like that. And so, and that's the way that I would be. And I'm from the South. I'm from Georgia. So I've always grown up eating, drinking hot tea. So I drink hot teas. Also, I've always drank a gallon of water, as I told you all. I drink a gallon of water since I was in my 20s. I still drink a gallon of water a day, which is quite easy to do. It's very easy to do. Now, in the morning times, I would, if even if I was drinking coffee or my lattes or my curd, I would still drink. The first thing when I would get out of bed, I would drink that big cup of water. I have a, a large cup that it fills the, for the gallon, it's like maybe three big cups a day. And that's the gallon of water. Like, that's it. So I would drink that first cup of water without stopping. I would down it. As soon as I got to bed, it would be on the nightstand. I'll just reach for it and drink it. I already told you I, I cannot drink cold water. The only time I could drink, I because I don't really get thirsty, I would have to be really thirsty to drink cold water. I don't get thirsty. Okay, I would have to be really thirsty to drink cold water. or Because I'm cold nature. I would have to, or I, so I don't drink cold. I don't like cold stuff to drink. I don't like that. Now, it would have to be, I would have to be, Really thirsty. Did I burp? Okay, you all could rewind to see if I did. I think that I did. Now, I'll have to be really, really thirsty, which would not be often, or I would have to be really, really hot. But I feel that, so it would have to be some other reason I'm drinking ice cold water or water with ice in it or water that has sat in the refrigerator. I just can't drink it. And a lot of people don't like the way the water tastes, especially room temperature water. I like it. I could drink it faster. I could drink it easier. Also, when I drink cold water, I'm getting the weight off topic. I feel that it's not doing for my body. If I drink water with ice in it or freeze a cold water, for some reason, my mind, which could not be correct, thinks it is not doing for my body what it does with no ice in it and when it just being room temperature. So I drink it room temperature. I drink it faster. And in the water, as I told you all in the past, it energizes me. I get up that morning, I drink the water. It energizes me. And if I'm going to drink coffee, I'll drink it. But I won't have breakfast is the thing because I'm going to talk about food. Now, with the coffee, I won't have breakfast. If I drink the water, like drinking the water is where that big cup of water, I drink it without stopping. Like that is, I, I can't eat like then either. I would have to wait at least 30 minutes to eat, but I'll be able to eat. And I, no matter what I'm drinking, I only eat when I'm hungry. I've always, all my life, I've only been able to eat when I'm hungry. My body is naturally slim. Like my father, that took his body, is naturally slim. So it's like, I've never been, as I told y'all, more than 120 pounds without doing some type of muscle building exercises, which is the type of exercise that I've done all of my life. Now, not to be a bodybuilder, but muscle building exercise. Whenever I do exercise, when I started exercising in my 20s, it would be something like with strenuous exercises to tone. Like I would always be toning, and I would like to look because it would turn whatever fat that was there 
it would turn it into muscle. And I like that look. It would have put a little bit more weight on me because my natural fallback when I stop exercising is slimness for some reason. Well, it's hereditary. Now, because I've always eaten whatever I want to eat. I've never, like, I already told y'all I've never, like, deprived myself with food. Never. I've always eaten what I want to eat. I'm from Georgia. I'm from the South. I know how to cook Southern food. When my children were growing, growing up, which was back in the day, they're adults now, I would cook the normal, traditional Southern food from Georgia. Now, the last, I haven't done that in a while because I don't really cook like that. So is so I eat differently, but I still don't deprive myself. I still just eat what I want to eat. And I've been able to maintain being slim. And I would drink my coffee, not be able to eat because it would make me feel that I was full. So I feel that because I've stopped drinking the lattes and I stopped drinking them. I think it was two months ago I stopped drinking them. And I don't get any of it. I think it may be because I was drinking so much water and I was drinking like, and I really don't do anything for too long. I don't really get the coffee jitters that people say that they get. Or any of that. Because I don't really do anything long enough to let my body get used to it. And I think my because my body may have been using the coffee and the lattes as a food. And it was like, it was like metabolizing it as energy. Like that. So is, so I, so I think that, that, that I'm changing because now I'm not drinking the coffee. So I'm getting kind of hungry in the mornings. I'll drink the water. Maybe like 45 minutes later, I'll start feeling hungry. And I, this is with my body. My body has always been where if I'm feeling hungry, I need to stop and eat then. Because I'll get very hungry. And if I wait, the hunger will leave and I won't be able to eat. You know how you're hungry your stomach is actually growling? Okay, I'll get like that sometimes. And if I don't quickly stop whatever I'm doing and eat and I let that hunger stay, I'll leave and then I won't be hungry anymore. So I just won't eat like that. So because I'm waking up hungry, I'm happy because it means that my body is functioning the way that it should. Yeah. Cause I don't think that your body's functioning the way that it should when you drink coffee or you drink lattes in the morning and you don't and you skip a breakfast. It is causing you to skip meal. I don't think that is healthy. Now so, what I would generally eat. What I would usually eat, this is how I would usually do. Twenties, thirties, out the majority of the, my life. Now I would go out and exercise in the mornings. When I would come home, I would make myself breakfast. This is when I wasn't drinking the coffee and lattes. Breakfast for me, because I'm from the South, I would always have a bowl of grits with butter and salt, a banana. I would always have toast and eggs. So when I eat, I actually am actually eating food, toast and eggs. Sometimes I would have things, like, and that would be for like one breakfast, then sometimes I would have some, like I'd get banana and get milk and put it in the blender, put a little bit of cinnamon and sugar and drink that. But I would also eat food. I would have something like chorizo. Do y'all know what chorizo is? I like chorizo sometimes with tortilla or sometimes with bread like that, toast. And so I was actually eating food. And I've always eaten food, things like that, is I eat meat. I would sometimes eat like, I like turkey, beef. You know how some people make spaghetti and things like that and they use ground beef? I like turkey. I don't like that. I would always get turkey beef because I like the way it looks and I like the taste of it. I would eat things like turkey sausage, those types of things. I like turkey bacon. I like things with turkey for some reason, but I don't like sliced turkey and turkey on a sandwich. 
or real turkey baked in the oven. I don't like that. So that's what I will be eating throughout my life for breakfast. And I'm just talking breakfast today. Now, I would also be eating things in the mornings like, I like, I would eat cottage cheese, but I would eat that maybe three times a day, breakfast, lunch, or dinner when I was eating and I wasn't drinking the coffee and stuff. I would eat, make like cottage cheese and I would put like berries and stuff in it with cottage cheese. I always eat a yogurt, those types of things. So a lot of these things that people are calling Trini, they're not Trini. They're us that are old have always been doing it. We just weren't on the internet making a fuss about it and telling people about it like that or calling it a diet or calling it a healthy way of eating. So is, so that's what I've always And I've, I've, I'll eat like avocado and things like that. I've always eaten that avocado. I spread. I wish. I, I wish peanut butter because I can't stand peanut butter. I wish peanut butter tastes like avocado, and then I would like peanut butter. I would spread avocado on toast, or sometimes I'll just eat sliced avo avocado. I'll just slice the avocado and wrap it up in a tortilla, and I'll eat that like that, that for breakfast. Is what I'm stating. Now, and, and I would, I would be a milk drinker. I would drink a glass of milk in the morning times also. So when I would, was eating without the coffee, I was actually eating a, what some people could look at as a big breakfast like that. So, on my toast, I would eat, I would put feta cheese on it. Do y'all like feta cheese? I like that on toast. I, I'm a cheese person. I like cheddar cheese also. Sometimes I would put cheddar cheese in the grits. Sometimes I'll put cheddar cheese in the eggs. And that's the way that I would eat. That would be after I came from exercising because that's what I would eat. And that's what that would cause me to have an appetite also when I wasn't drinking coffee and things like that. Because with the coffee, it doesn't matter about exercise or what I did. That was going to be the breakfast. Because my mind was, I guess my mind was thinking that I had that, I, I, that the coffee was the actual food. So I wouldn't get hungry. So that's the way I would eat. I'm going to change that. And... I'm going to change it. And I, I'm a person, I eat bread and things like that. How you hear people say, don't eat bread because of the grains and all that stuff. Don't eat bread because I, I heard that you're not supposed to be eat bread because it accelerates aging. I look quite young for my age. I always have. People have always told me that no matter what age I got like that. So I, I'm a person, I eat bread. I eat whatever I feel like I want to eat. I always have like that. So is, but I want to change it. I don't know what I want to change it to. I don't know. I don't know what I want to change it to. I'm not sure yet. Now, I, I don't have any caffeine in my diet, period. No caffeine. Now, or much sugar in it. I don't have much sugar in it. I don't have much sugar in my diet. I don't drink things like juices or anything like that. My drink is like, Water? I drink water. Well, I do drink juice. Some of you are going to say, oh, you're enjoying coming your old. I, remember when I told you I had drunk the prune juice? Okay, I drunk a couple of glasses since then. Okay. Now, okay, now. So I guess that's a juice. But I don't drink any type of juices or beverages or anything like that. Nothing but water is what I drink. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And tea. I've always drank tea. I'm from the South, so people usually think that we're drinking iced tea. A lot of them do drink iced tea. You'll be hard-pressed to find a real true Southerner, the woman that doesn't have a pitcher of tea in her, you know, in, in her in her refrigerator and a pitcher of water in her refrigerator. Now, 
I never like iced tea because I don't like drinking anything that is cold. I don't. I like because it gives me a headache and I just don't like it. it I like the, because I think that the coldness for me masks the flavor. Hell, I don't know what the hell. Okay, so it's, I like, I've always drank hot tea. No matter if it's hot outside, just like if I'm drinking coffee, I don't care what the temperature is outside. I don't care what the temperature is with tea. I'll drink tea. I told you all a couple of years ago the type of tea that I drink. I drink that tea and I'll drink. I I I I like that tea. I like that tea. And it is a it's a detox tea. And that I've been drinking from some years now is it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty reasonably priced. It's pretty reasonably priced. I don't like to recommend things over the, over here, over the um, internet, on the podcast, on the internet, things like that. I, I drink that. Now, with with the tea, I told you all that I would be adding, I would be doctoring it up. Just like I would doctor up a cup of coffee, unless I'm just drinking it a black coffee. So, I, I would drink black tea. I'm not going to tell you all the brand. There's a specific brand that I've always drank of black tea, but I'll add cinnamon sticks to it. And I I only could do that at night because cinnamon knocks me out. Cinnamon sticks or cinnamon powder puts me to sleep quickly. So if any of you are having trouble going to sleep, drink some tea and put cinnamon sticks in it. Like that. It... Uh, make some cinnamon water, cinnamon sticks, a little bit of water, warm the water up, warm room temperature, warm it up like it's a tea, like you're making a cinnamon tea, but natural. Add a little bit of sugar like that. I, I, I use sugar. I, I like sugar, but I don't like white sugar. I've always used a not brown sugar, but it's more of a, I don't care what brand it is, is more of a tannish looking sugar, a lightest tannish looking sugar. I, uh, I, that's the type of sugar that I use. Make you some t- cinnamon tea, you'll be knocked out. You will be asleep. It does it for me every time. So I have to make sure that I'm drink- only drinking that at night. So I'm thinking about changing the way that I eat what I've eaten. I I want to eat like, but I don't know what I want to change it into. It's going to be high protein. It will most definitely be, it'll be including meat. It'll be High, pro, it, I'm talking about for breakfast specifically. Then I move on to lunch and dinner and change that. I have to get things thought. It'll be including meat, most definitely. It'll be high protein, but meat protein, real meat. And it will be, and, and then I don't know what else I want to add to it, but it, the meat will be the main focus. And everything else that I'll be eating will, I'll decide how it goes along with the meat and what I'm feeling about it when I look at it on the plate. And how I'm feeling after I've eaten it for about a week. We're only changing the breakfast and leaving the lunch and dinner the way that it is. Like that. And I don't really, I'm not going to call things breakfast, lunch, and dinner anymore. Because I eat when I'm hungry. So at 12 o'clock when people say it's dinner or 1 o'clock, hell, I might be hungry at 3 o'clock. Like that, and how they say you need to eat before seven o'clock. I eat when I want. I eat at nine o'clock at night if I'm hungry at nine. But let me tell you something about eating at nine o'clock at night. You will wake up 
starving. If you eat at nine o'clock at night, I don't know what reason they were telling you not to eat past seven or six. I don't know what the reason was for that. I eat whenever I want. Whenever, whenever my stomach growls, I eat. Some people say you're not supposed to wait until your stomach growls. You're supposed to train your body to be on the schedule. Eight, eight o'clock, 12 o'clock, seven o'clock. Okay, I don't do that. Now, is I eat when I want to eat. And I've stayed under 119 pounds all of my life. Now, so is, but if I eat at nine o'clock, I've noticed, I've noticed in the past, you will wake up with it. Your stomach will be growling like you hadn't eaten in days. If you don't have an appetite, because I may fall in this, a lot of people on diets and it's all about how to lose weight. A lot of people, they don't have that problem or issue. Is if, if you have a problem with, and you want to gain weight, or you want to gain weight so that you can turn it into muscle, or you want to build muscle, your focus is on strengthening the body and creating a different type of health, and you don't have an appetite, or you can't maintain an appetite, eat grapes. Or eat a, one of those big red apples, not a small round apple or a green apple. When I eat apples, I usually eat the green ones like that. But not that for what I'm talking about. If you want to build your appetite, those big, red, delicious, dark red, they're big apples. Eat one of those. It'll give you an appetite. Chew a piece of big red chewing gum. Your stomach will be growling. But not bubblegum. Chew, chew it. Chew, chew a, a chewing gum. You, if you don't want to take a vitamin that enhance the appetite. Sometimes you don't need to buy a bottle of vitamin. Eat an apple. It'll give you an appetite. Eat some grapes. It'll make you start feeling hungry. Chew some chewing gum. You will be starving for some reason. And you'll be ready for a meal for those of you that have problems with appetite and eating and keeping an appetite and weight gain. Everybody's problem isn't about being overweight. That's easy to solution. Eat smaller portions and watch what you're eating. Because, you know, back in the day, they would say, well, the poor people are the ones with the weight issues and the health issues regarding the weight because they don't have access due to money to healthy food. Well, now with government spending and things like food stamps and EBT, everybody could go in the store and have, in the United States specifically has access, access to healthy food. Everybody does. So there's really no excuse. You don't have to have access to a gym to maintain your weight. I I used to go to the gym. This was way back in the day. Me and my daughters for a short period of time. As long as I have a road in front of my house like that to walk on or to jog on or to ride my bike on. Or there's a park that usually have, parks usually have free entry. Okay, you have a, you have a gym. You don't have to have expensive equipment. And pay for some type of membership to maintain your health. That's the hype. That you can get the same results or better results in your living room, in your bedroom, in your backyard, in your front yard, at your park. And all that's free. Like that. Unless you're the type of person that you want to be in a group atmosphere with people that can motivate you. Or are they distracting you? You have to decide like that. And also with... with with exercise buddies, people in your neighborhood, families, friends. No matter what the goal is for exercise, all exercise isn't about losing weight. I've always exercised all throughout my life, and it never was about losing weight. All food 
planning isn't about losing weight and watching calories. Out in a time period, when I was in my early 30s, I would try to take in as many calories as I could because I was trying to change it into muscle. And I needed the weight first, so you have to eat a lot of calories like that. So, and sometimes I would see if they were healthy calories. Sometimes it was just whatever I was wanting to eat, and I was changing that into muscle like that. Is it so? Is people's changing of their menu and their eating habit is for different reasons, but it's not for trendy reasons, and it's not for bandwagon reasons. It's for specific reasons that relate to their body, and it's not about what everybody else is doing. So, I'm most definitely thinking. I'm still thinking about. <laughs> I'm still thinking about it, you know, and I'm I'm trying to figure out what I'm actually going to. what I'm going to actually, what's going to be the substitution with breakfast for breakfast? For me, it won't be a small breakfast. It'll be a pretty decent one like that. I don't eat like a bird. Now, it'll be a pretty big breakfast. It'll be sizable. And the breakfast is going to be the... And I'm not even going to call it breakfast. It's going to be the biggest meal. I, I feel that I'm going to have it as the biggest meal for me for that day. And then the lunch will be something lighter. It won't be healthy like, like some type of lean. Or I used to eat bagels a lot when I was in my 20s also. I used to be a bagel person. It, but I would be eating a big breakfast with the bagel. Not just the damn bagel. Hell no. It's like, okay, is so it, the, the, the lunch for me, which I'm not thinking about the lunch yet, I'm still on the breakfast, it would be something a little lighter, but it would be meat and food. And then the dinner would be meat and food, but it would be lighter than the breakfast well, like that. So it's going to be something like that. It's going to be something like that. Because I'm either I'm either eating eating ground turkey for me, or turkey bacon, or turkey sausage, or, or for me, I'm eating like, fish like things like that like i like catfish nuggets and i've always eaten salmon i like tilapia i'm eating fish things like that i'm a shrimp person i'm that type of person so those are the meats that i'm gonna stay with i won't be eating any other type of meats other than that because those are the types of meats that i like to eat like that so Plus, I eat things like field peas and lentils. I told you all that I like lentils and things like that. But I'm not talking about those types of foods. I'm talking. I'm focused on the breakfast because it's going to be the biggest meal, so I'm giving a lot of thought. And each everything that I eat, I'm not going to eat and let anything unless it's high protein. Like that is the way that I would eat. It would be high protein. And the protein would come from animal meat like that. So are you all thinking about changing your diet? Not your diet. Not your diet. Are you all thinking about changing how you eat and what you eat? And what is causing you to consider these changes? If it's because the bandwagon and the trend is this, okay. I'm not talking to you. Now, what are you all, others of you, are you all considering changing what you eat and how you eat and when you eat and what you eat? And and what's provoking thinking about making these changes? Because if you give it a lot of thought and don't rush and don't make it about the bandwagon and the trend, you're more likely to stay and stick with that 
frame of eating because there's no pressure. And another reason I would never consider being vegan is because if you go on some of their platforms, how they, how they get mad at other vegans for not staying vegan or giving up the vegan diet or having complaints about it, I would kick your ass if you try to tell me how to eat and what I should eat and why I should eat and why I shouldn't be eating it. I don't deal with people that they, they're going to tell me what to do. You're going to be put in your place quick. So I don't deal with your type of mentality and want anything to do with why, what your purpose is and why you're doing it. Even if it's for a good reason, I excommunicate you. You are out. I will not even consider it. Even if it was for the best purpose in the world, the mentality that goes along with it. Hell damn no. Now, so I'll be eating meat and continue to eat it. And maybe needing to try a different branch out. And try different types of meat. So again, you out there to change your eating habits. What's promoting it? What's causing it? Make sure you look at it and not let it be because of this. And they said this was why and because this is sad. Okay. Do it because it's relating to you and only you. And you're going to be more likely to stick with it. You're going to be more likely to stick with it. If you give it thought and don't rush into it. And this is a decision that you're making about yourself. For your own reasons that are pertaining to you. And you're going to be more likely to stick with it. 